0: Hello, world. You are listening to Townley Money Basics, the podcast that helps you improve your financial knowledge. I am your host, Sean Townley. Welcome world to Townley Money Basics, the show that takes this big concept we call money and breaks it down into itty bitty pieces. So I will learn something new and hopefully you will too. Today, we're going to talk about college student money hacks. I know a lot of people are going back to school now, and there's always been this whole stigma of a college student being poor. Well, maybe there's some ways we can do something about that. So that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. So college student hacks, these are tips for handling money in college. The first thing I'd like to talk about is understanding your money habits. I mean, do you know how money works? A lot of us, when we were in high school, maybe some of us got a job, maybe we got an early start. But for the most part, our parents still kind of took care of us, our guardians. Took care of us. They gave us our lunch money. They made sure that we had everything we need. And college is really one of the first places where you start to do learn time management and also maybe money management if you didn't do it already earlier in your life. So you need to kind of understand how much is enough for you to be comfortable before you were living with your folks or a guardian or grandmother. And they took care of a lot of your things for you and you never thought about it because you didn't have to. I mean, that's one of the great things about being a kid is that someone else is usually taking care of it for you. So now you have to start really thinking about how much is enough for you to be comfortable. You need to start thinking about an emergency fund. You need to start building a safety net. The emergency fund is the one thing that helps. Well, it helps me have a bit of peace of mind knowing that I have some money put away somewhere to take care of things that may spring up on you. Before, if something sprung up on you, you had other people you could go to to help bail you out with that, and maybe you still do. I'm not saying they totally cut you off, but now you're trying to transition into that adulting thing. And a lot of us don't like to be adults. I get that, and we don't realize how good we have it until we're gone. But that's life, and you're going to be adult a lot longer than you're going to be a kid. Hopefully, if things work out for you, and then you also need to figure out your school work balance. So. Even if you feel like you need to earn more money or go out and get a job or a side hustle, school still comes first, right? So you still have to balance out your time, whether you're going to be hanging out and partying with your friends, whether you're going to be working or whether you're going to be studying or actually being in class, you know, you you got to make sure you get to class and depending on how your professors are, attendance may be one of the criteria that they're looking at. So you start to really kind of figure out life in a time management, money management sort of way. So understanding that is the first part of the equation. Now, how do we get take advantage of being a college student? Well, there's a lot of advantage to being a college student. There's discounts. Most places, especially in college towns, normally offer student discounts with a current school ID. So make sure you get that school ID. You may want to be showing it, but I would also get in the habit of asking restaurants and places of, the, of business, hey, do you give students a discount they may say no worst thing that happens but if they say yes you have an opportunity to save some money there's also other ways to take advantage of discounts digital subscriptions Uh, you can get a spotify plus hulu plus showtime for 4.99 a month so i know streaming services are really big when i was in college streaming services didn't really exist you had tv but now that they're streaming services especially if you use spotify or hulu and your parents were taking care of that before if you need to take care of it yourself there is a discount. You get it like half off, I believe. So $4.99 a month. Amazon Prime also has a a system where six months are free and then it's like $7.49 a month afterwards. So I know if you're a college student and you need something, you may not always be able to go to a Walmart or maybe there's not a Walmart nearby and, and you just want to get it off Amazon. Well, shipping can be expensive if you're already not a Prime member. So Amazon does offer a Prime member for students For six months off, free, and then $7.49 a month after that. So if you do get a lot of things from Amazon, then I would look into that service. There's also Skillshare. Skillshare is a one-month free trial, and then it's as low as $8.25 a month if you buy an annual subscription. Skillshare is a great place to go learn new things, like how to build websites or paint or all kinds of things. If you want to learn how to do something new, you can go to Skillshare and get... An annual subscription there. I know there's also YouTube and TikTok where people learn and those are free. So maybe those are even deeper discounts, but if you want to some, something that's going to be ad free, you could look at maybe doing a YouTube premium or you could look at Skillshare going for, further. Also there's services like per public transit. Usually when you're a college student, I know here in Texas, if you're a college student, then sometimes you don't have to pay to get on the buses. To move around. Some schools are big enough to have their own buses, but some schools also use whatever transports that's already in place. So look into that. Public transit is definitely one of those places where students typically get a discount. Also movie theaters. If you like to go to the movies, there's usually a place where you can go for a student discount to, to watch movies cheaper if you actually like to go watch them in the theater themselves. Or, you know, there's also a lot of movie streaming as well. I know the theaters are having a little bit of trouble getting people to come back because a lot of movies are starting to just go straight to streaming. And then if you like to travel in between, you can look at Amtrak. They have a system where if you're a college student, you can do that. Now, if you're up in the Northeast, you can use Amtrak almost on a daily basis. But if you're a college student somewhere else and you want to do some travel later on, then perhaps, you know, you look at Amtrak. You can get some discounts there. Next thing is tech, right? There's a lot of tech offerings that also have discounts. Microsoft Office usually gives a discount to students. So if you use Microsoft Office, which I know many of us will, to write our papers and stuff, they will actually offer a discount. I believe at this time it's about 10% right now. If your family doesn't already have it, if your family does, then normally you can get covered on that as it is. Apple sometimes does discounts, especially when you're going back to school. They like to sell their tech, so maybe look into that if you're into the Apple ecosystem. And then Best Buy also does some sales from time to time. So look around for tech if you're looking to buy a software, mention that you're a student, see if there's a way for you to get a discount or through your school. A lot of times if you have a .edu email address, you can qualify those for well. So you not just need a college ID, but also if you have a college email account, that'll help as well. And then finally, I know a lot of states do sales tax weekends, usually right before. I think we just had ours here in Texas, so You can look for those times. That way, you don't have to pay taxes on certain supplies. Now, not everything qualifies, so make sure you check with your state to see what does qualify. Another way to save some money is to team up with others. If anyone in your dorm has a Costco membership or any of your friends at college have a Costco membership, maybe you can go in with them and be able to split some bigger items. Sometimes you can buy things in bulk and split it up, and you can all kick in on that. It might be cheaper than going to your local grocery store or Walmart. So checking into that. I know Costco's got some great discounts. I actually had to give up my membership because I found too many great deals. And it was starting to be too expensive for me. But that's another story for another time. The other thing is, when you're in a dorm, you can also like have a potluck meal where you rotate the main course. So if you have a group of friends that you like to hang out with and eat with, maybe you make spaghetti one time and then they'll make something like breakfast another time and everybody brings a side along with that Costco membership. If you bought some, some meat and stuff and you put it aside, hopefully you have a fridge or a big enough fridge, or maybe even a fridge on your floor, then you could probably save up that. So pooling your services and cooking, it's a great way to not only meet people, you get a lot more friends that way, but it also can help keep costs down. I know my daughter, when she was in college, she had, she had some friends that were hunters. So they would go out and they would hunt and then they would come back and they would, you know, clean it up and, and then they would eat it throughout the rest of the semester. So great idea going forward, especially if you already know somebody who's a hunter, that's a good way to do it. And then, of course, when you have those breaks for the holidays and such, if you don't want to go home or if home is too far away, find people you can couch surf with. You know, there's ways to explore different parts of the country. If you've got friends, I know um, out at Texas A&M, a lot of folks do live in the dorms, but there's a lot of kids that live off campus as well. And I know that my son has gone up there and hung out with him and, and also in Austin at ET. And, then you know, just crash on the couch for the night, get to hang out, maybe party a little bit and then hang out on the couch. So instead of getting a hotel or trying to find a, a, an Airbnb or something, find out who you can couch surf with or if you have family members or other ways. When you travel, you start to start thinking about ways that, hey, if I can stay with so-and-so, I can save some money doing that. And as a college student that's going to be essential. But even if when you're out of college, I mean, if you have a chance to stay with friends or relatives, when you're going to a new place, they can also help you point you in the right directions on great places to go that are local. And then finally, you know, with the money, once you find that work balance or school work balance, you you start, how how do you make money? Well, there's several ways to make money while you're in college, a lot of part-time jobs. I mean, I hope, hopefully you don't have to do a full-time job if you're a full-time student, but there's ways to make money. I mean, there's Uber and Lyft. So the gig economy, you know, there's delivery services that you can join up for. And then you can work them into your schedule. Maybe you only have a couple of hours in one day to do it. Maybe you could do some deliveries and make a little cash on the side. If you're really good at a subject, tutoring might be a way for you to make some money. I know that a lot of college kids, especially when they get more senior in their in their studies, that they can go back and help the freshman and sophomore Do some studying, especially if you're really good in a subject and and you can charge for that. And kids are willing to help pay for that because they want to keep their grades up as well. I've also heard of college students buying junk and selling treasures. So maybe some furniture they see at a garage sale, they'll they'll go buy it at a really low price. You know, garage sales are flea markets. They'll do a little work on them. Maybe do some painting, fix them up a little bit. Maybe change them up, modernize them, and then turn around and sell them for profit. If you're very handy or crafty, this might be the way to go. You know, speaking of crafts, I mean, you could sell crafts. If you like into beads or jewelry, maybe you could put that stuff together and then offer to sell that. That's something you could do in between classes. You could kind of display your wares from time to time. Maybe sit out in in a common area and let people know that you're in business and that you could sell it. So that might be a way to make some money selling some crafts if you're crafty. And then there's also other ways like freelance, you know, with the Internet. And all the different services that are out there, if you've got some skills that other people can need, can use, then by all means, you should make yourself available. Hang out your Shingle and say, hey, I do this. Maybe I build websites or maybe I, I can edit audio. I can, I can help you edit your podcast. You just record them and I'll edit them. Or maybe you could be a social media manager. There's freelance, so you can do that on the side. Maybe you can fit those in into those hours or minutes in the day where you have in between school and hanging out with your friends. And then of course there's investing. So as you start to make money, you want your money to start working for you. So taking your active income and making it a little bit more passive, you want to let your money start working for you. So put it away, invest it, especially that, like that emergency fund. You want to put that in an account that maybe makes uh, you know a little bit of interest on it. I know it's been harder, but with interest rates going up, you may be able to find something. Uh, probably not a CD. You want to keep it liquid, but maybe a mutual uh, money market. I should say not a mutual fund. Uh, But when you start making a little bit more extra money or you're making more than you need to be comfortable, then, yeah, absolutely. Start investing, maybe putting a little bit in the stock, because when you get your first job, you want to hit the ground running. You want to be able to be investing in a little bit of your retirement, but also for building wealth up front. So, hey, college student hacks. I mean, just because you're in college doesn't mean you have to be poor. I think you should find a, a balance where you feel comfortable, where you're making enough to do the things you want to do, but don't feel stressed out about it. I don't think you need to have a full-time job like before. I mean, if you enjoy working at Chick-fil-A or Walmart or having some of those jobs, that's great. You can work at Home Depot those places, but if that's not quite for you, or if you can't fit that into your schedule, there are other ways to do it. So understanding how much you need and what kind of balance you need is by far the first thing that you need to understand. Look around, ask your friends, look into the discounts. There's all kinds of discounts that we've gone over in this episode. So take a a few minutes, maybe even before in the summer, take a look at how you can take advantage of some of those discounts. There's there's tons of ways to do that. Start planning parties and, and teaming up with others as far as like shopping and such. Or if you're going to, you know, maybe go to Costco together, there's ways to save money there. Of course, when your parents come to town, hopefully They take you and stock you up on foods and stuff like that. So maybe they can help you with that. And then finally, you know, making money. There's tons of ways to make money. So there's the gig economy, tutoring. We've gone over that. Some, you know, buying junk and selling treasures. If you're, if you can do that kind of things for good with your hands, maybe you're crafty or doing some freelance or tutoring and finally investing. So tell me, have you already gone to college? How did you get by? And also, if you are going to college, what are some ideas that you're thinking about to make sure that you have enough money to do the things to make college the best part of your life? College really should be fun. It's an experiment. It's a great part of your life. You learn and meet so many new things and people. I mean, it's just a great time. and, And a lot of times you make connections that you're gonna have for the rest of your life. Well, you shouldn't be stressing about money. So let me know how you plan on surviving college and how you're gonna make it, how you're gonna pay for it and get through it. You can find me at seantownley at gmail.com. You can find me on LinkedIn, Sean Townley, and you can go to my website, seantownley.com. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Townley Money Basics. Goodbye, world.